0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We are more than halfway through Holy Lent which is why I'm wearing the rose-colored vestments this day to tell us that our time of preparation is almost at an end. And this weekend we hear one of the most famous and familiar of Jesus's parables. If you were to ask people to name one of our Lord's parables, it would likely be either this one or the Good Samaritan. But today we hear the story of the prodigal son. And yes, there was a movie about this made back in the heyday of the biblical epics in the 50s and the early 60s. It's called The Story of the Prodigal Son, and it was truly awful. He had all sorts of adventures, including... Leading a rebellion in the city in which he had found himself. This is a very familiar parable. And whenever we we hear or run into some familiar part of sacred scripture, there is a trap that we need to avoid. We might say to ourselves, Well, I know this one, and then run cartoons in our heads. We need to listen, to force ourselves to listen. Because this is sacred scripture, there is always something that we could be reminded of, or perhaps even something new, a new way of looking at it, that we could learn. So perk up those ears. We learn about the Father. God the Father, because who does the Father in this parable stand for? God the Father. And through it, we are called to to imitate his Son and to rise up and return to our Father's house. We might have wandered a little bit away or a long bit away. But we need to get up and go to our Father's house where there is more than enough to eat, and where we are sons and daughters of the Most High God. Notice that the younger son did not just wander from his father, he repudiated him. He said, Dad, I wish you were dead so I could have your stuff. Then he takes his share of the stuff, and squanders it on sinful things. And yet the Father continues to love his Son, just as God never ceases to love any one of us. God always desires our return. He desires our salvation. And he loves us enough that when we return, we are not just given a probationary status, It is not as if when we return, the Father says to us, well, you blew it last time, so you're on double secret probation. No, we are restored completely. We receive sandals and a ring and a festal robe and, yes, even a party with the fattened calf. God returns us to life when we return to him. If it is a small sin, then we receive a little life. If it is a mortal sin, we receive life itself, whenever we are absolved. And through this parable, we learn about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a hard thing, is it not? When someone does something really bad to you, it is a very difficult thing to forgive. And yet we have the wonderful example of the Father. We also have the example of his only Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who forgives even his executioners from the cross. In the Father's house, there is both hope and the certainty of forgiveness. If we return to him, No matter how desperate the situation we find ourselves in, we can always turn to the Father and receive his love and forgiveness. But return to him we must, because if we don't return to him, there is nothing he can or will do for us, because God never forces his love upon us. He respects our free will. And so, my sons and daughters in Christ, rise up and go to your father's home. And there be embraced as his son or daughter. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.